What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Authentic Shameless Self Podcast. I am your host, Deja Monet. And today, as you can tell from the title, we are getting into taxes. Listen, people are afraid of taxes. I know it. Like there's an old cliche saying that I don't have to do anything but stay black pay taxes and die that's that's like really morbid actually but that's how serious taxes are i know it hopefully you know it but if you don't know it i'm about to drop some gems for y'all give you some facts on taxes and why they don't have to be as scary as we think they are and we're just gonna get a little smarter on the topic, you know. I'm gonna tell you a story time about taxes for me, and then I'm gonna hit y'all with a challenge to wrap this all up so you can go on about your daily life. So let's get into it. Let me give y'all some facts. Did you know? Of course, you have federal tax, you have state tax, then you have local tax, you have sales tax property tax. There's so many taxes that are paid, right? And taxes, we, we can't even forget about one of the biggest ones, income tax. So, you know, people assume if you have kids, people with the, with the kids, they be getting the most money back. Mm, no. Actually, the people that know about tax exemptions, those are the taxpayers that get all the money. And let me tell y'all, tax exemptions are crazy. Like there's so many, there's hundreds literally of different tax exemptions that everyday people, no matter if you're considered high class, middle class, low class, are able to get you just have to know the system so because i feel like i'm all over the place let's just jump into property tax now if you own a commercial space a residential space even a lot you have to pay property taxes those property taxes don't go to your house or your business or that plot of land they go to everything around that house, that business, that plot of land. So property taxes pay for schools in your county, safety in your county, different public spaces in your county, streets in your county, sanitation in your county, such as trash, and then other services like your, your local shelters or different departments. <laughs> So let me back it up again. Schools. Obviously, the counties with the more lower income housing markets, schools reflect that. When you see the residents, when you see the neighborhoods with $1 million homes, they have to pay that $1 million property tax. So don't be surprised that that school has solar panels on the roofs and each kid has an iPad Pro that they take home every day to do their homework. Why? Because the residents 
in the neighborhoods that that school resides in pays money applicably for the things that that school has, for the salaries that those teachers get, right? Moving on to safety, let's think about our firefighters, the local police stations, EMTs, um, excuse me, um, your public safety workers, your um, personal injury lawyers, like those people get paid for those salaries and supplies for those individuals get paid through taxpayer dollars. When we're talking about spaces in your local community, we're talking about parks, federal parks, state parks, private parks, ballparks, jogging paths, other recreational centers, like property taxes within that local community, they get pulled together and they pay for those public spaces that anyone uses. For streets in particular, you're talking about any rural, suburban, or city street that you can find on Google Maps. I mean, even some roads that are not fully built out, like they're not built out because there's no property taxes that have been allocated to repair them, to build them, to fix them, whatever have you. Sanitation. We're talking about trash collection, street cleaning. Like when you see a very slow street sweeper going down the road, who do you think pays for that? Well, if you live anywhere in that county, your tax dollars actually pay for that if you own property. And then lastly, like I kind of said a little bit earlier, is services. So libraries, any social work that's done, animal shelters, health department, like um, Planned Parenthood and all of those things funded by property tax. So as much as we hate to say, well, I own this house, I own this business, what do I have to pay taxes for it? They really do help your local community and unfortunately it's a necessary evil because if everybody isn't forced to pay it, nobody will pay it. So now schools aren't being provided with any assistance for the schools that our children attend. Parks are trash, they're not being maintained. Streets look crazy. Like So you can see now how... Ugh, taxes, annoying. They take from my personal funds, my household funds, and nobody in their right mind likes that. But again, at the same time, necessary evil. Now let's talk about state taxes. So if you didn't know, in the United States, there's actually nine states that don't have state income tax. Those states are Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, Wyoming, and Tennessee. Now, one caveat to Washington State is that they do levy income tax on investment income or capital gains for people in higher tax brackets. Tennessee also doesn't have, do have, but they do tax investment income and interest as well. So make sure that if you live in any of the states that I've mentioned, that you're looking into exemptions because that's only going to allow you to save more money since your state is already kind of helping out 
you still have to worry about federal, right? If you have exemptions that you can look into for your federal income, that's only gonna keep more money in your pocket throughout the year. Another thing I wanna talk about is exemptions for your head of household or like the amount of people that live in your household. So one of the number one reasons why people end up owing taxes at the beginning of a year is because they did not allow the IRS or their job to take out the necessary taxes to pay according to their income. If you are a single filer, you're, if you make anything over $12,400, you're going to have to pay income tax. If you're married and you file together, if you and your spouse make anything over $24,800, you're going to pay income tax. If you're married but filing separately, same amount. If you're a head of household under 65, you're going to pay eight year and you make over $18,650, you're going to pay income tax. And finally, if you are a widow that's under 65, and you make $24,800 a year, you're going to pay income tax. Now, if we do that math, pretty much with where the minimum wages are now in the United States, everybody down to the McDonald's cashier that works five or six days a week is going to pay income tax after a year's time. $12,400 honestly is not a lot for an entire year, but still a single person, single meaning not married, they would be required to pay income tax just from making that little amount. That is the minimum. Now, obviously they would have the minimum taken from them. The normal um, uh, the normal assumed rate is 10%. So if you make 30,000 a year, then $3,000 of your income would be paid towards taxes. That's usually like the assumed amount. It could be a little bit more or less depending on where you live and the exemptions that you have. So I feel like I've talked about exemptions quite a bit and I just want to give y'all a couple of examples. So if you do have children, you have a child care exemption in which the government recognizes you have to go to work. You have to go to work so you can have income to pay for the house you live in, the food you eat, the clothes you wear. But in, if you have children, in order for you to go to work, they have to go somewhere, whether that's before school care, after school care, daycare a private babysitter, a nanny, whatever your household situation allows. So they say, well, we know that you have to pay for childcare in order to go to work. So we will exempt you from that cost. And depending on how much money you pay for that childcare will determine how big or small of an exemption you get. I hope that makes sense and y'all are keeping up with me. Same thing as if you own a household. Sometimes, depending on how much interest you had to pay on that household the previous year, you have a household interest exemption. Again, it's dependent on 
how much interest you paid, um, how much principal is left, if you had any points or any um, further deductions, or if you paid like a considerable amount of your principal down. So there's a lot of variables that come into play, but that's why I highly encourage all of you not to just go to somebody that does taxes, but really look into it yourself. Nobody knows better than you your financial situation. You know if you take care of children by yourself on a daily basis. You know if you own a house. You know if you pay interest on that house. You know if you donated clothing to Goodwill. Like, did you know donating, charitable donations is tax exempt? Like, you will save money on your taxes just from going to Goodwill and donating your stuff and getting a tax slip back. Some people don't know these things, but I tell you, the people that are considered the 1% in America, the people that they are in the higher tax bracket, they know all this information. They have all the resources. Why? Because they make so much money, they want to hold on to it. They're willing to do the research and take the time to learn and think about and actually make moves based off of how much tax they can save. So I encourage everybody, no, like I said, no matter if you're considered middle class, high class, low class, whatever class, education does not discriminate against your income, right? So if we all self-educate, then we can be better positioned for when tax time comes. So in my opinion, I hate taxes. I really do. I do. I wish that income tax was not a thing. I understand property tax, so I feel like it's necessary, but do I still like it? Do I think that I should have to pay property tax on a vehicle that I own? Heck no. <laughs> I don't see the sense in that, especially when you're talking about vehicles versus houses. But at the end of the day, like I said, if nobody does it, like it won't get done and where we live will just be chaos. So it's a necessary evil. So now let me kick what had happened one time or actually what happens for me every year. Let me let me drop y'all with a little story time. So every year since I could pay taxes actually since the age of 18, I have done my own taxes. I've done the research. I've looked up exemptions. I collect all of my W-2s, my 1098s for school, my 1099s for my houses. I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at y'all, but essentially with every piece of, with everything you do in life, you're going to get a tax document because everything is documented even down to your daycare provider. If your child goes to a commercial daycare, like they have a tax identifier in which just like people pay taxes, businesses pay taxes too. So sometime during the year, don't let your child care provider go by and not give you those tax documents and inform you of what you paid them for an entire year because that is taxed exempt right but anyways so I pay my tax I 
do my taxes every year. And obviously, as I continue to make more money and learn more about the tax system and the ginormous business that it is, being that Americans pay over a total of like $14.1 trillion in income tax back to the government each year. I've learned that you can honestly make more money back on your taxes if you do them yourself vice somebody doing it for you. I was audited one year and that one year, I think I ended up owing like $200 because I had miscalculated. So I do definitely want to say like there is a risk. If you don't know what you're doing, make sure you're looking at your documentation nice and slowly. Like when you're looking over your taxes, that is not a time where you want to be watching euphoria and trying to make dinner and make reservations and multitask it up. No, like Look over your taxes when you have all of your forms in from all of the life occurrences that you're involved in. Make sure you bring all those tax forms together and look at them congruently. One last thing I definitely want to mention before I give y'all a challenge is your sales tax. Did you know you can have the sales tax? tax that you've paid for different purchases within a year exempt like yes so that's why people save their receipts save your receipt for everything that you buy that has a sales tax amount on it when it's time for tax time yes you will have to sit there and count all those sales tax amounts up together but I'm going to go ahead and put my business out there. Just last year, I paid over $700 in sales tax alone. That's not in my purchases. That's not in anything that I bought that I was actually able to use or eat or do anything for me. That's $700 in just sales tax where I bought the item or where I bought the food. Usually services don't have sales tax. So yes, make sure you save your receipts. Every receipt that has a sales tax at the end or at the beginning of the next year can be exempt. You just have to, of course, have the proof, put it to the side, document it accordingly. So now listen, My challenge to you listening out there is get on something like H&R Block or TurboTax, have your W-2s, all of your W-2s handy, any property information or child care information or goodwill in tax forms that you have, any charitable donations you've made, any interest you've paid, on your property or your car, any registration that you've had to pay for for your car, make sure you keep all of that documentation. Sit down and do your taxes yourself. Now, I'm not telling you to file yourself because that is definitely, you got an, I really want you to know, you have to know what you're doing, but just look at the numbers, do the math, let a very professional systems such as TurboTax help you and guide you by answering the very direct questions 
Make sure you're lining up, you know, your W-2 boxes with what it says on said system and just see what would I get back in my taxes if I did it myself. Now, if you're used to somebody else doing your taxes, after you do this little exercise, which will take some time, go get your taxes done, compare and contrast. And maybe you'll find that doing your taxes yourself, you actually save money. Maybe you'll find that after you talk to that tax professional, there were some exemptions that they were able to find that you didn't think about or you didn't know that you qualify for. That next year, you may not even need a professional tax person to do your taxes for you. Now that you have that additional knowledge, you may be able to do it yourself and save yourself $200, $300 that you just spent the previous year to have somebody else do your taxes. So that's my challenge to y'all. I know I threw a lot at you, but this is a very important topic. It deals mainly in financial literacy. And you know, if we glowing, we're growing, okay? So I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe. More episodes coming soon. And at the end of the day, it is all love. Stay blessed, y'all.